Yo, everybody, welcome back or to the podcast. This is another episode of Car Potting with your boy Derek and Keisha. And today, man, we got another solid episode for y'all today, man. We got a couple of topics lined up for y'all today, man. And of course, we came up with them as we were riding in the car. Um, so yeah. Alright, let's get into it. So early we were having a conversation and um about our differences in backgrounds and now Derek left at eighteen? Eighteen years old. Eighteen years old. Um I left at twenty four well I first left at seventeen, but then I came back a year later and I left again at twenty four. Um so pretty much like you know, my my thoughts on living with your parents after a certain age, I'm like, you know, like, my mom, we wasn't leaving in our house without paying something. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I don't know how you're, like, well, I know your mom, but, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like, it just was, I don't know how other people's parents are, but, like, when my mom was, it wasn't that you was going to stay in the house and not pay nothing. Right. Um, I left the house at, like, 18, right? And so, right after, right after high school, I went straight into the military. So, um, when it came, like, with me, I always had this this mindset, right? Like, oh, at eighteen, I'm getting out my damn, I'm getting out the house. Like, either I'm going to college or I'm going to the military. So when came, when I turned eighteen and you know graduated college and stuff, matter of fact, yeah, I was eighteen. Yeah. So once I graduated high school, uh, I just went straight into the military because it, I was, I mean, I mean college was an option but not really and so I mean the, the best bet was to the best bet to get away and get out the house was going to the military um, like Keisha said like when me and Keisha met you know what I'm saying like she told me she left the crib at like 24 yeah yeah 24 and I'm like damn how the, like how the hell How'd you swing that? How'd you let that ride? Like, with me, like, I don't know. Like, maybe I just, like, with the military, I just grew up a little bit faster, you know? Well, I mean, I left at, I first left at 17. Um, If y'all don't know my story, I was, uh, I was kicked out at 17, really, uh, because I was pregnant. And it was kind of a hard year for me. I didn't come back until... My 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 oldest child was. It was right before her first birthday because I know we had the first birthday party at my mom's house, so I was you know I was gone for my pregnancy and then a lot of her baby life for her first year of life. Mm-hmm. Um, when I came back to my mom's house, uh, well, it's a little bit different in Jersey than down here because Jersey's a very like it's a high cost of living, and you know. And then it's like, you know, I know anybody in Jersey or up north knows, like, when you giving somebody money, you know, it's, it's hard to save and save enough to move out on your own. But at the same time, I understood where, you know, I'm in, I'm in my mom's house. I'm an adult this time, and especially having a kid, you know, I was buying my own food, buying her food. So I was like, of course I would have to give my mom something, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't pretty much leave until the opportunity came out when I was, like, 24. So, you're saying, like, the places, like, so pretty much it was, like, Jersey was holding you back from leaving your mom's house, really. 
Well, yeah, because the cost of living was super high. But, and but, then I was also like, pay, like when you're paying bills at, on a house, it's kind of hard to like help my mom out. It was kind of hard to um, to save enough to move out on my own, which is why when I moved out on 24, I moved down south. So I didn't move out in Jersey. I moved but, down south. But but y'all would make like an equipment, like if somebody was making like $8 down here, y'all, y'all should make yeah, like we, the equivalent of, of that, right? Like. Like, we were making, I mean, in Jersey, like, you can make eleven, twelve thousand an hour, but you have to remember, like, if a if a one-bedroom up, up north is, like, 1100 you know what I'm saying? That's really not that much. Like, down here, it's just, like, the dollar goes farther, if that makes sense. Like, you know, a three-bedroom, you mm-hmm. know, rent will be eight twenty-five Up there, are you kidding me? You're going to pay at least... You're going to pay somewhere between $1,500 and $2,000. Stupid. <laughs> so, like, cost of living, it was just a lot. And that at least the places I was looking at, like, anybody's from Neptune or around there, you know, Jumping Brook was super expensive. Wandon Ridge was expensive. Uh-huh. And it was like, okay. He's just naming off these places like I know what they are, but. I'm sorry. I, I, get, I get the gist of what you're saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but it was just expensive, and it was just like. You know, and I did kind of feel at one point it was just a, a cycle. Like, I'm like, well, am I ever going to leave? Because, of course, I wanted to leave. But it was like, okay, I don't make enough to be to sustain a life for me and my child. And then, you know, not so long after that, I got pregnant again. So, it was like, okay, now I got to worry about two kids. And it was just not working out. By the time I left at 24, I had three kids. So, it was just kind of like, you know. So let me let me get this straight, right? So like let's say like okay, you I have a couple of friends that, you know what I'm saying, like who 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 still live with their folks, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, they I guess I guess what I'm trying to say is is like, do you blame them for not leaving their folks crib because of the economy or something like that? It depends. It depends. I feel like down here it's a lot easier to get on your own. I mean, just because the cost of living is is a lot cheaper. But then again, that could just be my experience because I know different. You know, I know about up north. So maybe someone who's only known down here to them, it could still be difficult. Um, I don't. I think. I think staying with your parents. It's a number of reasons why they could. I don't think it's just the economy. It could be lack of motivation. It could be. I mean, it could also be your parents. If your parents are willing to have you in their house and, you know, my mom was just a little different. I mean, she she was trying to get us out forever. You know what I'm saying? Like, my mom, if something, if if she was having a bad day, it was like, I'm just going to sell this house and, you know, and all you guys have to leave. (laughs) So, some people's parents aren't like that. Some people's parents are like... I guess you could stay as long as you want. You know, I don't I don't know that I don't know that rhetoric because I didn't live it. So I don't you know, it, so it could be more than just the economy. It could be, like I said, like lack of motivation. It could be lack of direction, you know, where you, if you don't know where you want to do and where you want to go. Right. OK, so. So you said lack, lack of lack of lack of motivation too, right? So it's like, yeah, like if you if you if you have no desire to be on your own, I mean that's 
lack of motivation. Like, oh, I don't, you know, some people think in the respect of why would I leave? <laughs> like, I don't pay rent here. You know what I'm saying? Why would I leave and purposely go make bills for myself if my parents don't want me or if they don't care about me living here? I mean, shit. I mean, it's, I mean, the hard pill to swallow is your parents don't live forever. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, like at what point does does that set in? Like, like my mom and daddy ain't gonna be here forever. So at some point, I gotta learn how to budget and take care of these bills myself. Like, right. I mean, like let's say, let's say, like you know, the situation with your mom and shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you know you still living with your mom. Oh. And like, you know what I'm saying? You know what she going through right now? Like, right. W- at what point would that sit in your head? Like, okay, mama ain't gonna be here forever. So shit, like, maybe I need to get on my shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, like I said, it's kind of hard to speak now because I've already been on my own, and I know that there's no part of me that can go back to being with my parents. Um, it yeah, just not gonna happen. Um. <laughs> Yeah, like I can't be I, like once you've been on your own and you have a taste of like being in your own space, it's very hard to even imagine going back to live with your parents under rules and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like as far as what my mom is going through, you know, like my mom is getting older and everything, like I don't know because you know my brothers are there, so I'm pretty sure that they have some type of like okay what's gonna happen if something if something does happen to her, you know, where I'm where I'm gonna go. So you feel more for them. I, I mean, I do feel for them. I think my younger brother probably more of anything because I do feel like my younger brother will, even though he is, let me see, he was born in 2001, so he'll be 20 this year. But I do feel like if something happens to my mom, my, my little brother will be lost. Mm-hmm. And, and my mom has said it herself, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't feel like, like my brother, you know, you you don't you don't think about anything happening to your parents. You know what I mean? And I feel like my little brother I I don't I feel like he's not prepared for the world. He's not, I mean he's, you know, I, like I do feel for him. You know what I'm saying? But whose fault is that though? His or your mom's? I think it's a little bit of both. Mm. I think, you know, I mean, cuz my situation's a little bit different like if you guys don't know, my mom's a little bit older. And, you know, we're adopted. So I feel like with my little brother, you know, my mom is getting older. She's tired. You know, she's raised a number of children. So I think by the time my little brother comes along, because I'm 28 and he's about to be 20. So there's an eight year difference, you know. So it's like by the time my little brother came along, it's kind of like, okay, I'm just I'm tired. You know what I mean? So I feel like he got a lot of he got away with a lot of stuff that we would never have gotten away with. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, not even a little bit, okay? Like, my mom didn't stand for us being late. She didn't, uh, late to school. She didn't stand for us saying, oh, we're just not going to school today. That is, that just, it doesn't happen. Like, she didn't stand for us bringing home any bad grades. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, if y'all just, like, my mom, and especially, like, if she, know, if my mama's the type of mom, is like, she knows your cable of A's and B's, don't, don't bring home a C. Yeah. Now, if a C is the only thing you could do, then that, okay, that's fine. But if she knows you could do better, so it's like my brother, he got away with being late. He got away with not going to school. He got away with bad grades. You know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. I think it's a combination of that. But also my brother had people around him that did try to push him to get some type of responsibility. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Get some type of... You need to get a job. You need to do this. And he just didn't want to listen. But I think that that comes from being kind of coddled most of his life. Right. So he's just kind of been spoiled and kind of been like, oh, I don't have to really do anything. And so it's like, now you're telling me to what? Get a job? You know? Like... Yeah. And I think that goes back to the conversation of people, you know, kids or adults living with their parents. It's like, okay, like, you know, especially if parents don't push the issue... You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, if they don't push... Like, you know, you left at 18. Let's say they don't push the issue. But but here's the thing, right? My mom and dad... My mom and dad, like, never pushed the issue of me leaving the house at 18, right? It was always, like... It was always, like, on me. You and know you what I'm saying? You wanted to leave? I wanted to leave at 18. And why Why was that? I don't know, bro, because it was like, shit, it's time to go. So you just had that inkling of... Yeah, it was like, bro, it's like... At, was at, there a reason why you wanted to leave? Not really. It's just, I just felt like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just, something inside me felt like at 18, I should already have, like, what I wanted. I should, I like, I should already know what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like... Right. Did you feel, did you feel pressure or that was just the way you thought? Like, did you feel pressure, like... Like, like when you were like 17, about to be 18, did you feel like, oh, I need to know exactly what I want to do for the rest of my life because I'm about to be 18? It wasn't pressure on that was brought up from some from other people. It was pressure that I put on myself because it was like, damn, it's like what it's like. I mean, I don't have this thought process now, but it's like, damn, what are other people doing at 18? That you know what I'm saying? Like, what are other people doing at 18? To where, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I was, like, I need to catch up with niggas and shit like right. that. Like, I need to. So, like, you, like, is that seeing people, like, on social media with, like, cars and stuff? and Not even that. Like, was, all the success at 18. It's not even that. It was just classmates. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't care too much about, you know, social media influencers and shit like that. Right. But when my classmates, it was like, okay, this person's going to whatever and this person this person's going to whatever whatever and this person's leaving and stuff like that you got you got folks leaving you know what i'm saying you got folks leaving out the the city and stuff like that right mm. that are my classmates and i'm like damn i feel like what like what is the, like the like what way can i be like that and like leave the state i mean leave the leave the uh city and stuff right because it's like i don't want to be i didn't want to be one of the people to be like left behind and stuff like oh, okay. while, while my other classmates are living a life right and stuff like that so, so, it was like, so you felt like did you feel like you couldn't live your life staying here um i thought there was like i thought there was me being a like a military kid i was like i i know there was like more out there that that could be achieved and not it's like not in Albany, you know what I'm saying? Like, Albany is not a bad place. I always thought, like, I always thought, like, Albany was, you know what I'm saying? When when I left Albany, I really appreciated Albany because it was like, um, like, damn, like, Albany is not that bad of a place to stay. You know what I'm saying? Especially living in upstate New York. I'm like, shit, there's worse places in the world that, Mm-hmm. That like have it bad, you know what I'm saying? Even though Albany is looking pretty shitty right now, you know what I'm saying? It's not like the worst place to be at, but I'm not. I don't want to be. I don't want to be here the rest of my life. I don't feel like I want to raise a family here. 
and that's just me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I just feel that way. Now, other people feel differently about that shit. You know what I'm saying? If you, like, if you raise in a family in Albany, then kudos to you. But shit, like me, I just, that's just like it, you just know it wouldn't work for you. I just know. I just don't. I just don't want it. I just don't want that. You know so what I'm saying? So do you not? You like, like you know. Like, even with our daughter, do you feel like, okay, I just want to move before she even goes to the school system? Kind of. Like, I just feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's better, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying, like, uh, like my sister. Like, Lindsay Lindsay is smart as hell. You know what I'm saying? All A's and stuff like that, right? But I feel like there's a better system. There's a better, you know, school system out there. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure, like, at the end of the day, like, I'm looking at it from the outside looking in. Like, I can go to Atlanta, right? And it'll be the same shit they teaching in Doherty County. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I just need to get rid of that mindset. Like, either way it goes, it's still Georgia. And the Georgia curriculum is pretty much the same, probably. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm pretty sure if you go to the Jersey Shore and you from Neptune and shit, the school system, I mean, the, the um, curriculum is probably still going to be the same. It's just a different scenery and stuff. My th- my whole thing is if. Do you feel like your your measure of success, like, for you at that age was like, I'm successful if I don't stay here. That's how I measured it. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, I felt like I was doing some stuff. I thought I was doing some stuff with my life because a I'm not in uh, Albany no more, and I'm shit. I moved up all the way up to. New York and stuff, right? But I mean, success is what you make it. You know what I'm saying? Anybody can be success. You can be successful anywhere. And I mean, that's what like I like I want to teach my kids is like, bro. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, bro, you can still be a piece of shit in Atlanta. You know right. what I'm saying? But if you if you if you a piece of, if you was a piece of shit in Albany, you gonna be a piece of shit in Atlanta. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you. I mean, it's, it is what you. I mean, success is what you make it out to be. You know what right, I'm saying? So right. I understand that. I think that's I think that's that is like one of those hindsight is twenty twenty because you know, back around that age for me, I was I was looking at you know, social media or what's in the media and the ages and I'm like, Oh, I'm just not successful at all. Mm-hmm. But here I was, you know, young and being successful in you know the event planning industry and so but to me it was like oh i'm not successful because look at that person she's my age and she got a whole house to herself and you know like that type of thing right and i think that success definitely is what you make it and it definitely happens in you know in in its own time it happens when it's supposed to for you and i and i and i used to look at like those cats on uh on uh social media and be like you know like at the end of the day, bro, it's like kudos to those who make it like a long, like longevity and stuff like that, right? Like you got females out here, like people who are singers and stuff, and then you got people who are singers and success and successful. But then you got to look on the other hand too, like okay, there's older singers out here who are struggling. You know what I'm saying? Can't keep up, can't maintain because ain't nobody, you know, looking for them and shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, no, nobody's worrying about you at like. At 40, I'm like, with me, I'm looking, like, down the line, like, right. further into the future. Like, okay, yeah, I got this house at 23, but shit, is this, is this still going to be my house at, like, 44? 
You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. I look at the longevity and stuff like that and things. Like, if it doesn't, if I can't, you know, maintain this lifestyle at mm. like an older age, then shit, it's not, I mean, I don't, I don't like. You don't want it. I don't. I mean, I would love it. I would love to have it at my at my at my at my at my youth. You know what I'm saying? Like when I'm young and stuff. But if I'm if I'm struggling to find out what I want to do at like 40 and stuff like that, then you know what I'm saying. Probably that probably that lifestyle is not for me. You know what I'm saying? So would you have would you have felt unsuccessful if you stayed at your parents' house? I feel like a bum. Yeah. You feel like a bum. Yeah. Okay. Even if you so, even if you're working and and making money, you would still feel that way. Yeah, cause I'm still at my parents' house. I'm like, bro, like, I ain't got no money. I mean, I ain't got a place of my own. I'm still living under my parents' roof. I'm still living. I'm still doing what my. I'm still, you know, going by my parents' rules and stuff like that. I can't bring people in and out the house like I want to. I don't have. It's pretty much no freedom, really. It's like right. y'all roommates, shit. Except <laughs> your parents is paying most of the damn bills and stuff. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it's like I feel like like the thing the thing with me is like with my with my future kids and shit. Like you only get two options, my nigga. Like you either going to college or you going to the military. Right. Because I don't need you like sitting around the house trying to figure out like what the fuck you want to do and shit. Like, bro. Grow up, my nigga. Like, get get your ass up. You know, do something with your life. You know, right. Don't wait until like you graduate to be like, okay, this is what I want to do, right? Because if I like, like my main my pet peeve about you know having friends in school and shit like that, they can influence you and shit, right? If I would have listened to my friends, if I would have did what my friends did, I'd probably be just like them, right? You know what I'm saying? Not doing shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But shit, now that I did my four years, shit, I'm getting money. I'm like, I'm getting money every month, and I don't even have to work. You know what I'm saying? Shit like right. that, like opportunities like that, don't get don't come around because you know what I'm saying. You live with your parents and shit. Like, I mean, you got to go out there and get your do your own shit yourself. So that's how I feel, bro. Like, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. So, like, speaking of parents, like, how how much effect do you think it has on a person, um, like, what they witness with their within their parents' marriage? I used to say um, it doesn't have, like, it doesn't have that big of an effect on people. But looking back on it, bro, it's like, if you have, like, a strong father figure and shit like that, that can, I feel like. Let me let me let me go back. Like if you if you if you got a strong with females, it affects the females more than the um, the males. Or the female, if you just if you got a strong father figure as a male, as a female, then you're gonna look at men. You you want you want men to be like as your father. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And if you have like a, if you don't have a solid father figure. Then I feel like like 50 percent of the time, like females are gonna be misguided and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because they don't know, like they don't know what a positive male role model is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna be 
they gonna date to find out like what they like and stuff, which is not, which is not, you know, ain't nothing wrong with that. But it's just you know, excuse, excuse your mind, like, like you gonna go through all these these men in life, and now you, and with all these men like doing you wrong or potentially doing you wrong. I'm not saying they're gonna do you wrong. Mm-hmm. Men that potentially gonna do you wrong. Now it's gonna screw your mind on, like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, men ain't shit, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, on the other hand, it's like, if you, you know, and like, if you getting raised by a single mother and shit, and your mm-hmm. father left you, you're gonna have this, you know, wickedness towards men. Right. I think, and I think people as a whole, like, we need to stop doing a general generalization. Because, like, when women do stuff like, say, oh, all men are trash or, you know, like, statements like that, you know, it's like you're punishing other people, people that may may be good for you. You know what I'm saying? You're punishing them for somebody's mistakes. Like, there are billions of people in this world, so everybody's not going to treat you like that one person that mistreated you. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? And... At the end of the day, it's like, if men said that, like, oh, all women are whores because someone cheated on him, we'd be down his throat. Going down his neck, talking about, oh, you a misogynistic. Right. And, I mean, at the end of the day, like, men do not, like, yes, there are men that do not respect women but all men are not the same and i do think that men deserve more respect because it's like women can bash men as a whole there's even movies about it right there's Mm -hmm. movies about women that just get together and bash men but then if men do the same thing it's like oh my gosh crucify him cancel him you know because we're in cancel culture and it's like men are people too like why is it just because they have a different genitalia that they what they don't deserve the same respect as women like like, you don't see people ganging up on women that do that like oh you don't do that you know what i'm saying like don't don't say oh men are trash don't talk about them like that you don't see that but as soon as men do it it's like don't do that Mm -hmm. all women are not like that you know what I'm saying? Men deserve respect too because there are some good men out there. There are, but shit, ain't nobody, ain't nobody got our backs like that. Ain't never, like at the end of the day, bro. Like I see it like this, bro. Ain't never been like good to be a straight male, bro. Like to be a straight male, we ain't never had it good, bro. We always had to like fight and shit, like bro. Right. Always defend our like our existence and shit right and it's it's even like you know we me and you had this conversation earlier when there's single moms who are doing the daggone thing you know what i'm saying no man around single mom doing it what do we say on mother's day happy mother's day but what do we say on father's day happy father's day to that woman right Mm -hmm. but when men who are doing the same job like a woman is either out in the streets (laughs) Unfortunately, she passed away or she's just incapable in general of taking care of her child. 
you know, because sometimes women just, we just get in, you know, situations. Maybe she's not just not able to take care of her child. And the man is doing the same job being a single father with no woman around, whether, I mean, he may have his mom or his sister or something, but at the end of the day, he's doing it by himself. Because I know, I know a couple. We say happy Father's Day, but we don't, nobody, don't nobody say happy Mother's Day to him. Because oh, you the mom and the dad. No, but then women, it's like, oh, you the mom and the dad. No. At the end of the day, women cannot be men. That you cannot be a man. So it's like you're not a father. At the end of the day, you're just a really great bomb, amazing behind mother. Right. You know what I'm saying? But that doesn't like you're not a father. You can never be that person's that dude or that the girls. You can't be their dad. Mm mm. You can't. But just like a, just like a single father can never be his daughter or his son's mom. He's a, just a dad. Exactly. He's a bomb dad. But at the end of the day, like when we're talking about respect or we're talking about the same, you know, equality with the whole gender, because we love women love. We love to talk about we need equality, this and equality, that. But then, like, we'll say Happy Mother's Day and Happy Father's Day to a woman, but won't say the same thing to a man. And I don't even think we should be saying it to the woman. That's I mean, that's my point. But it's like the fact that you even as a as a man has to say that don't nobody have our backs like that. That's that's terrible. They don't, bro. But at the end of the day, bro, it's like nigga. Like like yeah, we should have females back. Yeah, black women especially. We should, Absolutely. We should, we should definitely have their back. But shit. When when it's time to have our back it's like, oh, y'all don't care about black women. Right. Y'all don't give a fuck about... Just because of a handful of, handful of niggas is disrespecting black women. Mm-hmm. The majority... The majority of niggas, black men, do not disrespect disrespect black women. Right. You know why? Because the majority of niggas were raised by, by black women. Mom, right? Exactly. So, when or it comes down... So, when it comes down to it, bro, it's like... It's just a stigma, bro. It's like... We don't get the respect we need because of older women and they daddies, or right. females in this in this generation, their daddies left them. Right. So it's like, oh, we are looked upon as ain't shit because because shit, your issues with your goddamn daddy. You know what I'm saying? So we don't get that respect. We shit, y'all piss on us because of mistakes mm-hmm. that a generate a previous generation before us. Made, you know what I'm saying? Now I ain't saying our generation is perfect, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I despise niggas who like pre, like prey on women and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, we still men. We still the we still like stronger, and you know what I'm saying? We are the dominant. We are the dominant species. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to it, bro, it's like don't don't dis don't di- don't disrespect the man. Mm-hmm. Don't disrespect the woman. My bad. And with women, it should be the same way. Don't, you know what I'm saying? Have our fucking back, bro. Like, right. damn, nigga. And you go, like, the whole thing you said, like, oh, men ain't shit, yada, yada, yada. Man, I don't give a fuck. Shit. Like, females can say that, bro. They just wasting their fucking breath. Like, men are trash and shit, bro. Like, but then if a man, like, and I've seen it, like, I mean, I, if anybody knows my favorite social media app is Twitter. I don't. I just. I just love Twitter. You could just talk to yourself, and it's normal because everybody else is doing the same thing. But no. Um, but on Twitter, I've seen it happen. Like women will be like, "Oh, all men are trash. All men are players. There's not a man." I mean, how many times do we hear that women say like, "Not a man on this planet can be faithful"? 
Shit, you know what I'm times. saying? And it's like, and I've seen that so many times. Like, oh, every man is cheating on you. You just got to, you know, every man cheats or every man steps out. You just got to, you know, find somebody who's worth dealing with it. Like, no, that's not true. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Every man is not. There are men out here that have self-discipline. You know what I'm saying? There are men out here that that do value commitment. So it's like you can't bunch them all together. I'll be looking at some of my goddamn uh, classmates from high school. I'll be like, bro, at what point did you get to this point where you like, uh, man, ain't shit. You know, like, who, who it's like f- because somebody hurts you and it's like, and it's, it's not saying that, you know, any man that does some dumb stuff. You know, like they're they're validated or they're okay. No, there are men out here that that dog women. There's men out here that don't value commitment. There's men out here that play with people's hearts. But there's women out here that do the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But we don't talk about that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, yes, our black women need to be protected, and our black a black men black women need to be valued and loved and treated like royalty. But our black men do too. You know what I'm saying, and for exactly. and for a young black man to sit here and like you, you know, and say like, oh, nobody has our backs like like that. You know what I'm saying, but then we 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 yell and we holler that oh, black men need to protect us. They need to have our backs. Well, we need to have theirs too. You know what I'm saying. When I first had my son, like when I when I first of all when I first found out that I was pregnant with a boy. Of course, my first, I was over, like, I was, I mean, I was nervous, I was scared, I was over the moon, I was in love, I was all of that, because, I mean, if anyone knows me, I have all girls, so I was super excited, but then, like, reality kicked in, like, I have a black son, which means that there's going to be things that I need to teach him, you know, off the bat. He needs to understand that, first of all, there's not just a target on him. Yes, we all know that the main target is police. And, you know, and not every policeman is bad either. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother day. But every every white policeman or policeman that's not black, every white policeman is not bad. Every white policeman is not racist. Every white policeman is not looking to shoot a black child. You know what I'm saying? But guess what? There's another target on a black man's back, and that's the black women. Because we get hurt and we generalize. And trust me, and, and listen, I've been there, okay? My my kid's father done put me through the ringer. And in 2018, I just swore that all men ain't, you know, like no man is going to treat me right because of what he did. Mm. And I had that mentality that, oh, you know what? I'm just going to keep getting my heart broken because, you know, I've also had other relationships and they weren't, they didn't go too well, clearly, because I ended up single in 2000, you know. But then after a while, I thought like, Keisha, there are billions of people on this planet. Everybody's not going to treat you the same. You know what I'm saying? And also it was after I had a conversation with, um, I had a conversation, uh, with Derek, actually, because towards the beginning, like in 2019, I think he made the comment like, oh, well, you have a baby daddy. So, you know, I know how that goes or something like that. And I was like, what? You know, and I ended up bringing it up to one of my friends at the time. I'm like, I asked her, I'm like, yeah, like he said it like that. She's like, oh, I know what that means. She's like, he, he thinks that you're going to sleep with, with your baby daddy because most females that have a baby daddy, you know, end up going back to him. 
I'm like, no. But in that moment, I felt generalized. I felt stereotyped. I felt pushed into a bubble of all these other, you know, women. And I do know some women that at the end of the day, no matter who they with, they going to still smash the baby daddy. So I know people like that, but I'm like, no, I'm not like that. Like, no, just because I have a... I have kids with somebody don't mean that I'm going to go back to him. No, you don't got to worry about that. And I feel like, wow. And I kind of got a glimpse. I mean, you know, it's definitely, it's a stretch because I'm not a black man. So I, I don't know what they go through, but I got a glimpse of like this, this must be how men feel like the good men. You know what I mean? That feels like they got to constantly prove themselves. Like, no, I'm not going to hurt you. No, I'm not here to cheat on you. No, I'm not here to, you know, do whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and it's sad that like, that's what they have to go through all the time. And, and you know, and it's crazy because even guys that I talked to after my kid's father, I like, you know, when they first stated their intention, oh, you know, I like you, this and the third. For a whole year, I was saying the same thing. Like, I'm like, listen, I understand you think you may like me, but I already know how this goes. You know, yeah, guys always say that they're serious, but then they always end up playing. No, I'm not going to play with you. And I'm like, you know, then I had a mindset of let me play them before they play me. But who knows? You know what I'm saying? You can't blame everybody else for something that one person did. Generalize it. Yeah, because it's like, bro, you miss you might be missing out on a good ass nigga because you think men are trash, but you still want to find a good nigga. Like make it make sense. Right. Like you're not giving niggas the opportunity or the light of day to be a good nigga. Because you got this, you know, thought process like, oh, men are trash, men ain't no good. Like, females love to say, oh, men, men have one bad breakup when they like 15. And, <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Yeah, and then they, and then all of a sudden, they a player. They can't oh. trust females and shit. But shit, you know what I'm saying? Women like, do the same thing. We just don't like do the, to admit it. Women do the same thing, you know what I'm saying? The difference between men and women, shit. Men don't just say the shit out loud. Because then y'all gonna, like I said, here we go again with the man shit. When a man say something, we get villainized for the shit. Right. But hey, that's how it's always been, bro. I'm just, you know, speaking my mind, you know what I'm saying? Just wasting breath because at the end of the day, it don't matter, like, how many times we say this shit, bro. Right, there's always going to be somebody that's going to still do this, you know, exactly what we say that shouldn't be done. Right. I mean, and, it, you know, and, and it even goes back to the beginning. Like, when I first met Derek, and he knows this, I told him to his face. I was like, mm, you look like somebody that's just playing somebody, you know, because he was, you know, I'm like, first, my first impression of him was like, He's really handsome. And even though at the time he's like, you know, no, I'm not talking about. I'm like, nah, I'm just, I just know he got about nine, ten girls and he's just playing and he's just being this huge player. But that was me stereotyping him because just because, just because he was handsome, like not because he gave off that vibe, but just because he was handsome. But if a man does that, like looks at a woman like, oh, you, oh, you're really pretty. Oh, you just, you must be uh, sleeping with a whole bunch of men. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He'll get villainized. And I didn't even realize how natural, not natural, but I didn't even realize how much of that was a problem. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, the first couple months, Derek kept saying, like, I would, and I just kept saying, like, you sure you ain't out here? Like, you sure? You know, he, and he would just say, like, no, I'm not like that. Like, I'm not like that. When I'm in a relationship, I'm a certain way. I'm a certain one. I'm like, yeah, all right. You know what I'm saying? But then, like, low-key, well, high-key, I was 
stereotyping him and je- putting him in a general box. You know what I'm saying? Just because, just to base off what he looked like. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, he looked a certain way. This is this what usual, you know, guys of this caliber look like and do and all this other stuff. And and there was a point of time in the beginning that I was like, I probably can't even take him serious. You know what I'm saying? Because, of, oh, no, he just looked like he a player and he young and this and the third. But then, you know, I ended up like clearly being like, okay, let me get to know him. Right. You know, then a year later, pregnant with his kid. But, um... <laughs> but yeah, but like that's but that just like Derek said, like you don't even know what you could be missing out on. Like, well, I mean, to... look, females stuck in their ways. So I mean, I refuse. Like I like I have to be telling Keisha, bro. I refuse to tell the female shit more than once. Like, bro, you missing out, bro. Like, hey, right. like, some shit, bro. You just yeah, because you. I mean, you definitely said like, oh, you know, oh, if you don't trust me, you know, you don't have to. You don't have to be here, you know. But that's how you feel. Like, bro, come on now. Like, shit. Why? Why would a man keep telling you over and over again? Like, like how? Like, what he's worth? Yeah, like, bro, I can go to another bitch and shit. And she won't question. And she won't question a goddamn thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean, but, that's the same thing. Like, you know. But you know, females gonna have a problem with what I said then. Uh, just like a man, I got a backup bitch. Yeah. Okay, females got backup niggas too. Shit. Uh, I don't know about that. So, so you think you don't think females have back on niggas? Not everybody, nah. What? That's not true. What you mean? That's not true. Not every, not every female because some females like they really put their eggs all in one basket and then they just wait till it just you know blows up in their face and then they go to somebody else. But not, they don't have nobody lined up. So you ain't got a couple of whole ass friends <laughs> who ain't got what? niggas. We ain't just got backup niggas, bro. I have some friends. I'm saying that. I, like, I'm not I didn't like say that. some friends. I said some hoe ass friends. Oh, I mean, why they gotta be all that, though? Come on now. Come I on mean, now. I mean, like, do I have friends that say, like, oh, if this nigga don't work out, I'm gonna go to somebody else? Or I'm gonna yeah, go like to this particular person? Yeah, have another nigga in the cuff, bro. Yeah, but I don't. Okay, that's you. You like I told you before, you different. Like, right? You part of the one percent. Like, like now here's here's I get. Okay, well, let me ask you a question. When you say backup, like, okay, like in the beginning when we first, you know, we first got together, right? Uh-huh. I was like, okay, if like I was just like, oh, if this doesn't work out, I know that these people like me. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Like or like when we broke up. That when we broke up. And 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 I was like, oh, I'm gonna go to Jersey. The uh, first thing I said was like, when we broke up. I was like, oh, oh, I already know. I'm about to go chill with him because I already know he want me like that. But yeah, bro, it's like you, like you have niggas in the cuff. Like niggas is just ready for you to like niggas. Is, niggas goals in life, only goals in life is to be with you and but just waiting for you to. But be. I don't think that that's that's backup. I don't think that's what having you, a backup. What you because mean? Because Derek, there's females that 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 would drop everything the minute you say that you know oh i want you but that doesn't mean that they're your backup that just means that there's people that like you because you may not be interested in them but they're interested in you you're right but they're hoes on reserve you got niggas on reserve so you got hoes on reserve nigga i probably do got hoes on reserve how you gonna say i probably do (laughs) how you gonna how you gonna say i probably do what you mean because they you 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 would know if you do so you're saying that you do i'm just saying like i'm saying here's the thing right Uh uh-huh I'm saying if me and you break up, just God forbid me and you break up, right? Mm-hmm. 
I'm pretty sure I can go to three females off the top of my head. So you got holes on reserve. <laughs> Nigga, there's holes on reserve. <laughs> That's terrible. That's terrible. That's so terrible. Nigga, you got niggas on reserve too. No, like, no. Not no more. Bullshit. Not no more. Bullshit. So you can't say like, okay, if me and you, if we broke up, right? Mm-hmm. You can't go to Jersey, right? The fuck now. And be like, hey, where you at? What you doing? You want to go out for dinner? No, because everybody that I probably would have said are, are all in relationships now. They don't give a fuck about that relationship. They waiting on Keisha. <laughs> they, they all in relationships now. Bullshit. I know females in relationship right now who drop who will drop their nigga right now. Because no, I'm I know best, some too. I'm, I'm the best nigga they had. I bet. I bet. I bet. I bet there are. <laughs> And I ain't trying to toot my own horn. I'm just nah, saying, you, like, you toot toot. <laughs> you toot already. I'm just saying, bro. Like, nigga, like, come on now. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, I, I guess, I guess, I guess, I understand what you're saying. This, but, nigga, but I didn't put them there though. Like, so if you saying people on reserve, I didn't put them there. That means they, I didn't put them there either. It's just you means, know, they just stuck around, wait on their turn. They so they just simmering on the grill. I mean, they ain't simmering on the grill. They just in the the. Uh, the refrigerator just waiting, <laughs> just waiting they to be heated up. Refrigerator? Waiting to be heated up. You know oh, what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> mm. Oh, so like when you take meat out to thaw? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Are they like, thawing? Yeah, they thawing out, but you just throw them back up there when you know what I'm saying. That's I don't terrible. even want to eat this today. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> so nigga, you know you got some whole ass friends like that. I could take one off the top of my head. Okay. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so thank you guys for listening for today. Um Yeah, as you can see, we have some interesting car conversations. Um and tune in for the next episode of Car Potting.